in the Dark, the podcast where we tell stories of all things murderous, paranormal, and terrifying that goes on in the dark. My name's Tori. And Taylor Shay. Welcome back to the podcast. Hi, we we're hope, back. We hope that everyone's not um, completely traumatized after last week. I know you are. Yeah, so first, I don't know if you, I, I mean, you can hear it, because I heard yes. it myself while I was editing. Oh I God. sound like I was going to fucking cry half the time, because I genuinely had tears were, in my eyes. You literally were nearly on the yeah. verge of crying. It, and it took me through. two days to edit the podcast, because, well, first of all, like, I edited it late because I was lazy, <laughs> but also, like... I couldn't edit how I normally edit. So the way I normally edit is I sit in the office and my back is to the door. Um, but this time, because we were talking about spooky stuff and I had just finished watching a really good episode of Haunting of Hill House, mm-hmm. I was terrified that yes. a demon was going to come get me from behind. Yep. So I had to situate myself in the living room with my back to the wall so I could see everything. Yep. So it kind of disrupted my flow of editing. And then, of course, like powder was being annoying. It was just, it was a it whole was, fucking thing. It was a day. It was a day. But I, I apologize to all. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know. My my ghosty stories are very mm. frightening for many. Yes, very, very scary. Um, so, yeah, ghosty stories are, you know, they're definitely very prevalent in our household. Um, and Tay has a bunch of them, and they're fucking terrifying. Um, but I, just, I can't <clears throat> help it. I grew up in a haunted house. I did dumb things with ghosts. And, mm-hmm. like, they just, I don't know. I feel like I'm just one of those people that, like, spirits just... They know. They know mm-hmm. that I know. You're a very, uh, very spiritually inclined person. I'll put it that way. Yes. Um, thankfully, I am not. Um, <laughs> and I don't have a lot of ghost stories. However, one of the ones that I do have is one I'm going to be telling today. Um, and so I was going to tell, I'm actually going to little change of plans, which Tay doesn't know about. I'm going to okay. tell my personal ghost story first. What? Okay. And then nice. I'm going to tell kind of like a local legend from my hometown um, that I grew up with and that everyone was aware of and I, to point where it scared me to the point where I had fucking nightmares. So oh wow, that's going to be the, 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 the second part of it. So I didn't really write down my ghost story because it wasn't like a big one like <laughs> yours. Um, so the main thing, the only place I've ever really had ghosty stuff happen okay. was like, I've had a lot of signs from people and we'll mm-hmm. go into that. Like I'll, I will we'll talk about that in a little yes. bit. And we're both people who are big believers mm-hmm. of signs and yep. like signs from passed on loved ones and Mm. things like that like well I also very superstitious so sometimes Mm -hmm. like omens like my family is very superstitious like yeah like I said with my mom with the flying of the picture breaking my grandfather's picture she still to this day does not say it was a ghost says it was a bad omen which makes no fucking sense because an omen is like anyway yeah no um so my only ghost experience all the ghost experience I've ever had have actually happened at my old job Longhorn Steakhouse okay so, um, we always joke that there was a ghost named Ben there because there was a server who worked there, went in for a tooth surgery and ended up dying because of heart failure, which was a huge thing. He didn't die, like obviously when he was working, but he worked there and he was employed there while he passed, when he passed yeah. away. So I was a bartender for about five years. The way the bar was set up was it was not one of those circular bars like Applebee's. It was a, not a standalone bar. So it was like a bar coming out from the wall and it would loop around. So there was like a definitive edge to the bar and the rest would go in the kitchen, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Okay. So one night after closing, cause I closed a lot. So I was used to being there later and it was just like a really creepy vibe when it was mm. like, there's no one in there and the lights were off. Okay. Um, so I was in there and it was me, my manager at the time. And then my other coworker who was a, the closing server. Normally there are two closing servers. The other one had gone home. It was a slow night, whatever. Okay. So it's like 10 30, 11 o'clock at night. I'm counting my till, or I'm sorry, my manager's counting my till, and I'm on the other end of the bar, wiping the bar down. Um, and so it's mm-hmm. probably a good, like, I want to say maybe room's length away okay. from each other, like a small room's length away from each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm wiping, and I hear someone, I distinctly feel someone walk past me. Like, I feel the breeze, and I hear, and I, like, feel it. And then I, like, up close to my ears, if someone, like, went up close to my ear and went, ooh, 
in Ooh. my ear. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then I, I, like, I stopped for a second. I looked over, and my manager was still at my till, mm-hmm. and my the closing server was not behind the bar at all. He was, like, across the restaurant. And the cooks, I looked, because sometimes the cooks will come and fuck with us because yeah. they're assholes, and they're, they're fucking well, line cooks. Also, line cooks are hysterical. Exactly. exactly. And I was yeah. friends with all the line cooks, so yeah. they would often take mm-hmm. little pieces of shrimp that were bad and throw them at me. Just and like and like fries that fall on the floor, they throw yeah. shit at me. Like and I'd throw that like maraschino mm-hmm. cherries at them. So it was a thing. Yeah. Um. So I look over to my manager and I was like, "Did you just walk behind me and try to scare me?" And she was like, "No. Why?" And I was like, "Are you sure?" And she goes, "No. I've been here the entire time." And, she, and the floor was sticky, so like yeah. I would have heard her. And then I looked at my coworker and he was like I said across the restaurant yeah. and I was like, "That's fuck. That's fucking weird." Didn't think anything of it. Um. And then a couple days later. I'm talking to my one friend, my other co- another coworker who was a server, and I asked her, I was like, hey, have you ever had, like, some weird experiences here, like, ghosty experiences? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, I actually have. I was cleaning one of my booths the one time. I was, the way we had to clean the booths, you had to clean the table, the, like, the actual table, and then you went in, and we'd call it um, cleaning the butt cracks of the, of the booth, so <laughs> yeah. it's, like, where it, like, folds. Oh, so no, I can... You know, you would put, yes. like, one of those white rags and, like, swipe all the crumbs out, whatever, all <laughs> okay, that Okay, I kind of like that. Yeah, it was wiping <laughs> the cracks, crack. yeah. So we were, she, was, she was like, oh, yeah, I was wiping the cracks, whatever, sweeping the floor, and I felt someone come behind me and go, ooh, in my ear. Yeah. So she had the exact same experience, but not behind, she was a server yeah. and not behind the bar. Oh my God. So we always joked it was Ben, and then yeah. there was a few other instances where I was across the bar and no one was around me. It was me, the closing manager, and that was it. The closing manager was in the office counting the till. All the line cooks had already gone home because it was mm-hmm. a night when we were, we were taking yeah. longer than they were, um, and I was sitting there cleaning the bar. And all of a sudden, like, the way you looked past ser- service bar in the kitchen, and that's where we kept all the margarita margarita shakers, um, one of them, it wasn't like it just fell. It was like someone took it and, like, launched it off of the, the rack. And because it, it, if it fell, it would just, like, yeah. tipple, like, topped over. Yeah. It, was, it, like, was launched onto service bar and made, like, the biggest climb. Because our service oh, bar was geez. metal, obviously. Yeah. Um, so that scared the shit out of me. And there was one yeah. other time... When I was, it was during a busy Saturday night, it was some regulars I had, they had ordered a bottle of wine, and it was freshly opened, so I, um, because they like to have a freshly opened bottle of wine, it was their bottle to take home, whatever, so I opened it for them, and the way the bar was set up was the actual bar where people sat at was, um, probably about my arm's length to the, to the seat, and then underneath it was another, like, um, like, if the bar, I'm trying to to explain it, like, Mm -hmm. the bar is, like, the normal bar, but then beneath the bar there was... A, like a little shelf area that okay. stuck out about like probably about a foot from the bar oh, so you could put stuff on yeah so it was like because there was where like a hand washing sink was where mm-hmm. you some extra glasses whatever okay so i put the the bottle of wine because like i said it's a freshly opened bottle of wine uh-huh. and it's they purchased the bottle of wine yes. so i put it on the little shelf area but closer to the bar so if it mm-hmm. fell over it wouldn't fall onto the floor i turn around and it literally fell over as if it was on the edge of the the bar. Yeah. But I hadn't touched it. And I looked at them. I was like, did you guys see anyone? Did you guys like hear yeah. it fall? And they were like, no, it just literally like ju- as if it jumped off the counter and broke fresh bottle of wine. Like it Jeez. was, mm-hmm. oh so my God. it was never anything t- majorly spooky. And like, yeah. I always look back on it as a, like, we always joke that Ben was joking around with us, was fucking with us. Cause that's yeah, how he was when he was does, alive. It doesn't sound menacing, but it's definitely like, Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, he was definitely, he definitely liked to play, play, play pranks, play jokes on us. And even when I was there late at night, like, it was just, like I said, it was a very creepy vibe because if you've ever been in Longhorn, you've been the one I worked at. In the back, they had those two, like, um, they had these two, like, cow heads that had the big antlers in the back. When, 
when you turn off a lot of the lights at night, um, there's spotlights above them. Ooh. And so when the, so it casts like a, it casts like a shadow. So it looks oh. like a head and then a demon like, oh. or like, like a, like a body, like with its arms out. So that's, that. it was just a really like creepy, creepy, oh. um, creepy place at, at night and stuff. We do need to go back sometime soon though. Cause I am hungry now. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. It's yeah. The food's mm-hmm. very fucking yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> but those are like all pretty much all of my spooky stories. Um, okay. I do have another one that I think it's my mom's. I'm going to share it anyway. Cause she'd be fine with it. Mm-hmm. So she, she was um, very religious, and like I've said before, my parents are very religious. She mm-hmm. was very involved in the Baptist church in my hometown, so she was there with one of her friends. And this was probably when she was my age, maybe a little bit older, probably like between 20 and 30. Okay. Um, and she was there. It was it was like early, either early in the morning or later in the evening. She was there preparing for like, um, like a service or whatever with her friend, and she was in the... I want to say not where the like the pastor would normally that not mm-hmm. like that office but like the storage above that like it was like mm-hmm. either attic or basement okay. one of, of course one of those yeah. creepy things so her friend I think it was, we'll call him Jesse I don't know why that name pops in my head I don't think his name is Jesse but we'll just mm-hmm. say Jesse um so he was out doing he was in like the main area of the church like doing some my mom was like oh I gotta go grab something from the storage area so she went to the attic basement whatever it was and while she was there she like felt someone with her. And she felt, she felt like Jessie was there. And then all of a sudden, she, and she always wears her hair down. You've seen mm-hmm. my mom's hair before. Yeah. It, it, so someone or something grabbed her hair and, like, tugged on her hair. Oh. And she whipped around and was like, Jessie, what the, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. He wasn't there. He oh. was, and she, like, walked out into the, the main, like, um, the main area where, the, where he was and was like, did you just come in and fuck with my hair? And he's yeah. like, no, why would I do that? So she has had some ghost experiences Which, as well. that's also, like, a pretty standard sentence to, like... Yeah. Yeah, that literally, like, yeah, why would I do that? Yeah, exactly, yeah. And, and th- she was in an old church. Like, this church, I, to my knowledge, has been around since the early 1800s in my, mm-hmm. in my hometown. Like, it's oh. it's a pre- it's a very old church. I mean, now it's not a church. It's, like, a performing, performing arts center, which I think is hilarious. Like, you're going to, like, mm-hmm. shut down a church and then make it a performing arts center. It's, that's weird. I, I don't fucking know. But it was, like, my church I went to when I was when I was a kid and where I was baptized at, whatever, all that fun stuff. Um, but those are like my personal story though. Obviously don't have anything, thank, like anything, mm-hmm. you know, very menacing, very like Good, threatening. Yeah. Thankfully <laughs> mine, <laughs> you have enough fun. of that. You have enough of that with, for two of us. Um, yeah. but thankfully like it's been all nothing but, you know, nothing I've experienced personally has been very frightening, which has been good. A little like spooky and a little mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't like the way that feels, but you know, nonetheless, not very like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, those are kind of my ghosty stories, but I think we'll kind of hop into, like the the ghost story I was told in my hometown. Okay. So um, so I come from a very small, technically city in New Jersey called Lambertville, mm-hmm. and I'm okay saying that um, because I don't live there anymore. <laughs> um, so Lambertville is. And it is a really cute place. It's a very cute place. It's across the river from New Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of mentioned about going to Shadfest. That's where Lambertville yeah. is. Um, it's a one square mile city. Um, Population is probably only about three four thousand people. It's not very mm-hmm. big, um, but it's it contains um, South Hunter Regional High School, which I'll mention in a little bit. That's where okay. I graduated. That's actually the smallest public high school in New Jersey with a football team. Oh wow! My graduating class was seventy seven. Okay. And my um, the entire high school and middle school because I have seventh through twelfth grade mm-hmm. is less than five hundred kids. Wow! So it's a very small town. Okay. Um, to give a little background, I. 
was born and raised in this town. I only recent I within the last year moved out of this out of this town to where I currently raised at where we where we live yeah. now. Um, my mom was born and raised in Lambertville, and then was also raised in Delaware Township, Stockton, which is like a mile or two down the road from Lambertville. Okay. <laughs> and my grandmother was born and raised in Stockton, and then lived in Delaware Township when she was younger. So okay. a very and I and I so your family is very much are, from this. We area. are very from this area. Yeah. We're so we always that we there's townies and mm-hmm. we're called townies because we're yeah. the ones who have been there for fucking ever. Like yeah. three generations of women have have been there. Yeah. Um, and even even before that, my dad was born and raised in New Hope. Yeah, so, so he's we're, really we're, we're all very lo- we're a very local family yeah. to point where like when I was a teenager I couldn't get away with anything because like, <laughs> everyone knew you everyone knew me everyone knew oh I was I was my mom's yeah. daughter that type of stuff oh that's it sucked <laughs> so to point where when I was like 17 18 mm-hmm. one of my old neighbors when he was moving we were like reminiscing about like me mm-hmm. babysitting for his kids it's that and the other and he was like yeah and he's like I remember you know I feel really bad about telling you this now because you're an adult but when you were like 14 15 I saw you and your boyfriend making out at the playground downtown I told your mom about it I was like, why the fuck would you tell my mom about me making out with my boyfriend at 14? That's fucking weird. Small towns. Exactly, small towns. So, like, we're, we're always towny. So, this is something that I've, I heard about a lot. And the high school I'm going to talk about, my grandmother actually went to. So, she went to oh, high wow. school in okay. Lambertville. So, like, when I, like, like I said. So, this feels very close to your family. Very, very close. Like, this was one of those ones where, like, oh, don't go up here. You're this person, this, the spirit's going to mm-hmm. get you. Like, one of those. So, oh, I love um, these kind of, like, scary failures. Yeah. Like, like, with friends that I have that like grew up in like mm-hmm. Mexico or things like that they have the like, the La La Rana yep but like don't do that or La La Rana's gonna come mm-hmm. and get you like mm-hmm. <laughs> I love shit like that yep. my parents were very much like the like the boogeyman's gonna get you yep. or shit like that mm-hmm. I don't know I always tell my nephew that whenever he acts bad if he doesn't stop I'm gonna feed him to bears <laughs> <laughs> we had someone at the at the shelter I work at who um she she left recently <laughs> but when her kids were bad she's like oh the man's gonna come and get you that's terrifying. The man. The man. The man. And, <laughs> and we were like, who's the man? She was like, I don't know, I just know. made it up, but it works. And I'm like, yeah, but now your kids are going to be terrified of men. You're already in a DV shelter, and you're telling them the man's going to come and get them? Like, <laughs> like, that is perfect parenting when you're in a fucking DV shelter because that of the man. That is A+. Plus. Right? A++. Plus plus. I love it. Um, so this... This uh, this story, um, like I said, has to do with the old Lambertville High School in Lambertville, where it's my hometown. Um, I was told the story in high school. Or not, no, sorry. I was told about the story of the high school, and I couldn't sleep for like a week straight. And I actually, oh, well. every mm-hmm. night, would go into my parents' bed and be like, can I sleep with you guys? I'm, I'm scared. scared. I'm the ghost at the school is going to kill me. Scared. Exactly. Yeah. No, great. Like, I was like eight oh. or nine. Okay, and, so like, yeah, you were and, a, and also a tiny we, child. And even now, listen. We all know I'm not into paranormal shit. I almost cried last week. So, like, listen, we all know. I have to, like, work you up to watching paranormal things, which is why I'm so proud of you for watching Hell House. Uh, Hell House right and, now. And I watched it by myself the other day, I'm too. I'm so proud of you. I never thought that was going to happen. <laughs> Literally came home and that was on and I'm like, oh, are you all right? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. yeah so, um, you know, I, I'm not a fan of creepy shit now, mm-hmm. much less when I was younger. Like, I have a, bi- a much yeah. bigger propensity and bigger, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Bigger, able... More able yeah. to deal with it now than I was back then. You're more desensitized there to it go. than you were. Exactly. Um, so, and the to make it worse, like, I know we live across from a graveyard. Yes. But ours, this one is, like, it's old, but it's not, like, old, old. Like, it's, yeah. like, 1900s old. Yeah. I live two blocks away from a huge graveyard that had graves from the beginning of the 1800s. Ooh. Had a fucking mausoleum, had an in-ground oh. mausoleum. Like, it was... Oh, that's spooky. Yeah, my grandmother's currently buried there, but, like, it's... The, for, the further you go down, like, amongst the, the creepy trees, yeah. and it's more neglected, and the oh, graves are toppled yeah. over, like, it's a really a bunch of shit, mm-hmm. but... It only like always really creeped me out because mm-hmm. I was convinced that's where what that's where the the ghost was buried. Yeah, which is not 
fucking true. And I'll give you some background <laughs> about the ghost. Anyway, um, so I was going to, I'm going to give a little bit of history about Lambertville High School to kind of give, give you guys an idea of how mm-hmm. old it was. Um, and then I'll kind of go into the, um, the spooky legends that mm-hmm. I kind of grew up with in the small town. So um, Lamberville High School was constructed in 1853 um, in Lamberville, New Jersey. Um, the original building was used to house, to house primary and secondary grades. So like okay. everything from from kindergarten to 12th grade. It was all okay. used for that. Because it was at the time in the 1800s where, think about it, schools aren't big. They're yeah. not a lot of people in the area. It's and not... are smaller. There's this is over two, almost yeah. 200 years ago. And a lot of kids don't go all the way to exactly. school. Exactly. Because farming and, and you and, need to help and, out at the house. And I came, very, I, I came from an area where there was a lot of farming as well. Yes. Especially before Lambertville was more, you know... Oh, yeah. Um, more, I don't want to say industrialized, yes. but more like suburbanized. I'll put it that like, way. Sounds strange, but like I am... Because not only am I a person who's a big, like, mm-hmm. I'm really big about education, but I remember, like, it, like, from history in my hometown when they would teach us about it, people in our hometown, because I grew up in a small farming community as well, that they were actually really, really angry with schools for demanding that kids have yep. to go to school mm-hmm. because that's their farm help. Yep, exactly. Um, and so this was, like I said, used to, ha- to house both the primary and secondary grades until about the 1880s when there were two elementary schools um, erected in the town to hold the the, um, mm-hmm. the primary grades. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the school remained pretty small until about the 20s, 1920s, when mm-hmm. a remodel was done to, to add more room to to the school so it was I don't really I couldn't get a, a good grasp of how big the school was before the remodel but okay. after the remodel it added nine classrooms a home ec room a shop and then a mechanics drawing room oh, wow. so like a very like it added like it was a full-fledged high school at that yeah. point um around the same time there was some land at the back of the school that had been transformed into an athletic field mm-hmm. which has a huge part to do with the ghosty story okay that's where a lot of that happens Football um, ghosts. yeah yeah right <laughs> Um, so the school was open and used as a public high school in the area until about 1959 when the last um, class graduated from high, from high school. Um, so the following year is when my actual high school opened, South Hunter Regional, and it started serving not only the town of Lambertville, but the mm-hmm. surrounding like Ringo's, West Amwell, Stockton, all that type of okay. stuff. That's when they started to kind of help all, instead of having a small high school for West Amwell and for Stockton and for Lambertville, they were like, mm-hmm. let's make it a fucking district and just send all these yeah. motherfuckers up to one school. Um, so that's why the school actually closed because a lot of times like i said smaller school smaller schools yes. were being shut down that's what being happened combined in my hometown which is why because my school technically like when you were talking about your graduating class i was really surprised that my graduating class was bigger than yours mm-hmm. and that is solely because literally like it's like four towns all combined yep. together to make one district because all of us were way too small yeah ours ours was a i remember like because it was a three elementary schools that went to the, to my high school and it was Lambertville, West Amwell, and Stockton. West Amwell, my, or no, sorry, West Amwell had like 50 kids. Mm-hmm. I was from Lambertville, which had like 25 kids. Stockton only had three kids that graduated from elementary school. Like they have a God. one room, like one of those, like it's a very small, like yeah. I would say their schoolhouse is probably about the size of our building, like oh, our apartment building, if yeah. not smaller. Wow. Yeah. But so the, around that time is when, you know, Lam- South Hunter yeah. became the school as opposed uh-huh. to Lambertville High. Um, so once the school closed, it stood on the hill overlooking the town for a while. Mm-hmm. So if you've ever been to Lambertville, there's a bunch of hills. Like there's yes. Cottage Hill, Music Mountain, a bunch of other hills. Like it was where my parents' house is on the okay. hill. It's like if you follow that hill as you're going towards Trenton area. Like okay. the, if you're, you know, like you make a left up that hill. Uh-huh. Like if you keep on following the hill, it's down on the left-hand side. Like it's on a oh, hill okay, heading you. out of town. Alrighty. So it overlooked the town for a while and then eventually, um... An electronics company started using it um, as 
to like make their products and sell mm-hmm. their products um, until they left, leaving the building abandoned. Wow. Um, so I'm sure I, I'm not sure exactly when that was. I want to say around the 80s or 90s. Mm-hmm. So, so it was pr- it was been abandoned for a while. Yeah. Um, when it was abandoned, it wasn't actually structurally unsound. Like it was still a okay. sound building. Yeah. It was kind of like one of those no landmarks. It. Exactly. It was one of those things where like. Drunk teenagers like let's go fucking let's go fuck up the Lamberville High like let's go get drunk and light a fire and just like spray paint shit. Yep. Um, and that's kind of like I said that's that, all collectively go over there and destroy the place. Exactly. Um, and so it wasn't like I said it wasn't structurally unsound. Mm-hmm. That is until someone lit it on fire in 1992. Oh so wow. Something so about full blown arson. So, so something about Lambertville is there is actually someone who my mom went to high school with who is an arsonist. Um, and there, oh, wow. even when I would, even when I lived there probably about five mm-hmm. years ago, uh-huh. um, he got out of jail and immediately lit another building on fire. Um, and so apparently, wow. I'm not sure if this was him. Yeah. I'm not going to say his name, but it, I mean, if you look it up, you can, you can fucking find out who it is. That's, you guys mm-hmm. have a whole, a whole um, ass arsonist. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And so, um, apparently it was determined as an arson, but in 1992, it was the third one in Lambertville that year. Okay. So there was two other arsons before this. And it wasn't just like arson, like dumpster fire, car, like buildings in 1992. And I think that's around the time when like my mom graduated high school in 86 and that's when her and my dad started dating. And so it wouldn't, it's not too far of a jump to assume it was that same person. I'm not sure if it was him who did it. They never named who did it because I got a lot of these articles from, um, like the history and stuff was from Genealogy Bank, which is mm. has a bunch of like articles from like the 1900s. Okay. And I felt like Elena when I was researching like <laughs> all these old articles, and then I found some on NJ.com from the 90s that were just electronic, like like typed up and put on NJ.com as history oh, wow. or whatever. Okay. Um. So it was actually a really huge blow to the community when the fire happened. But a lot of people like who graduated from Lamberville High stayed in town and raised their kids. Yeah, like, the articles like I was, was reading... something important to them. That was part yeah. of their memories, like, that they probably wanted to share with their children. Exactly. That, like, it's just weird to, like... Mm-hmm. Someone, like, full-blown just burned down a building yeah. for, like, no fucking reason. And, you know, it was, like, a historical place for, you know, those people, and it just fucking went up in flames. Wow. Um, and something else that was really kind of a blow was a social services, services agency. I'm not sure which one it was, but was looking to make this building into affordable housing. That's really upsetting. Which would have been fucking awesome because yeah. if you've ever seen like affordable housing that used to be a school, first of all, it looks fucking dope as yes, hell. It's really cool. Exactly. But also like it is that Lambertville is so expensive to live in, especially mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Like it, I, I was looking online the other day. There was a one bedroom for $1,700. Are you serious? I was like, I couldn't fucking afford that. Like that's, that's more than what we pay. Like yeah. I keep looking and I keep seeing that like so many places that are smaller than ours are going for more than mm-hmm. what we have. Yeah. Which is really upsetting, mm-hmm. but also like, as someone who like, you currently still work with mm-hmm. DV folks who are homeless due to DV, so you still work with a section of people mm-hmm. who are unhoused and who are in the housing crisis. The housing crisis is so ridiculously mm-hmm. bad that like any fucking person who does shit like that, it like, it like sets another level of rage. Or when people mm-hmm. like build luxury apartment buildings, it makes me want to absolutely yeah. like yep. lose my fucking mind. One hundred percent, definitely. So it's that would have been you know because affordable housing has been something that's been talked about in Lambert Lambertville for a long time. It's actually because really we have a lot that of opportunity was stolen. Well, and we have a lot of um, like undocumented uh, mm-hmm. li- uh, Hispanic families in Lambertville. That uh, there's yeah. a, lo- a very high uh, Hispanic population that would really benefit from the inf- the affordable yeah. housing because. Because, you know, there have been, I remember there was a house down the street from me when I grew up that house, I want to say, 
possible. It was probably a two bedroom house. Yeah. Housed like two or three families because they because one of because yeah. one of them was was what had their documents. Yeah. And they could that's all they could afford, so they just piled two or three people. Because I remember the house was yeah. raided. Yeah. Because oh. ICE actually came in and and took a bunch of them away. That's this horrific. was before 2016. Yeah. This was like in yeah. 2010, 20, 20, 2011. Really but I remember my parents talking about it, and I was like, oh my god, like they live the like. It was fucking horrible. That's horrible. Um, so we digress about yeah, the housing crisis. Yeah, but that crisis. Like, just <laughs> oh, God. Um, so when the fire happened, um, the the fire trucks came from Lamberville. They emptied all their fire trucks of all the water, but the fire was still blazing. Um, so they had done drills before where they had run the fire trucks up to the hill just in case. Because listen, like if it's an abandoned building, it might end up catching fire mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, even though they um, did that drill. It took them 15 minutes to connect their hoses to a fire hydrant on Route 179. Yeah. And by the time they had done that, 15, obviously, like I said, 15 yeah. minutes had passed. And then once they extinguished the fire, like, there was too, too much damage. It was really fucked yeah. up. Um, the third floor and the roof had collapsed in. Extensive water and smoke damage. So it was the building was fucking ruined. That's um, absolutely tragic. Yeah. There's actually a picture of it's it, it's a it's like a plaque thing. that There's another one in Lambertville for one of the old elementary schools where it says, like, the, the name of the school when it was erected and when it stopped being used as a school. And someone wrote, like, R.I.P. Lamberville mm-hmm. High School on it. It's like a tombstone for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the building was pretty much fucking wrecked. Um, however, people still went inside of it to hang out, get fucked up, and tell ghost stories, as of one does. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. What yeah, you're about. exactly. They also used to vandalize it, which isn't shocking, like graffiti, as most stuff is. Mm-hmm. Um, so this burnt and ruined building stayed standing until the fall of 2012, when the city decided to demolish it due to it being safety a concern. And there was actually a lot of, like, um, what's it called? A lot of, like backlash to Mayor Del Vecchio at the time because okay. he just, it was 10 years ago it happened but there's a lot of backlash because they were like even though it's a safety concern it should still be there yeah. it's still like it's, it's still a historic thing ruined. exactly yeah. um, and so you know it's it just kind of sucked. It's and like I, it can be preserved. It just takes a lot of money. Because, like, even though, like... Because, like, when I think of, like, Eastern State, like, mm-hmm. it's the largest live ruin. However, it does take a lot of money mm-hmm. to still do that and run that. But yeah. also, like, I can kind of get at the same time, like, you have to be, like, such a big, big thing, like, Eastern State, mm-hmm. for it to make enough money to exactly keep it alive. and at that point it wasn't being used for anything it was just taking up land and now yeah. it's just there's like a little plaque still i think up where it was mm-hmm. but it's not there anymore it got demolished and we'll put some pictures of it like when it was first built after the yeah. remodel and stuff like that on the instagram and facebook yeah. and stuff I'm um, absolutely really curious to see mm-hmm. it's it's a really it's a really it definitely was one of those things that like you grew up you knew where it was like you yeah. knew how to get there i've mm-hmm. never been there but you knew you how to get there it. you know yeah. the stories like yeah. it's it's one of those things mm-hmm. um but now we're gonna get to the good stuff the ghosty stuff. Oh, um, yes. So we'll start with um, the littler shit before we get into the story that maybe not sleep for a week. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, you know, since it was an old school, of course, there were a bunch of chalkboards. Yes. So people used to say there were messages from ghosts on them. Nice. And there was actually, and I'll, we'll post a picture as well, there's an eerie drawing of children in a classroom standing to say the Pledge of Allegiance made with chalk. And there was another one that um, was children, like, with a teacher facing... Like, it's as if you, like, it was a picture taken. The back was to the camera of the teacher, and the children were, like, raising their hand to answer a question. Okay. And there were these murals done in there. Oh. And people were saying, oh, the, the... People used to be like, oh, it was, the like, the children of the ghost who died in the fire. Yeah. There was no fire. No, no children died. It was just yeah. one of those, like, so, someone who was artistic went in there and made the mural and then mm-hmm. left it. Um, so, it, but, you know, it doesn't really make sense to me, like I said, since someone yeah. died. But people, like still they it was still one of the things like oh if you go in there and there'll be like messages from ghosts even though it's like 
fucking Tony was here, lol. Yeah, like, okay. Like, however, Tony the ghost could have still done that because that's oh, hysterical. Yeah. That would well, that, that'd be you. That'd be me. That'd be you. Like, TS is here. Yeah, exactly. He exactly. draws a little ghost <laughs> Um, So the next story we're going to talk about is the one that freaked me out to, like, no fucking end. So there are a few different ways the story is told, as most local legends oh, are. Oh, yeah. It's, like, telephone. Exactly. So I'll cover kind of all of them since they're all were, they're all okay. told pretty equally to me. They're, it all has the same, like, beginning of the story, which I'll okay. kind of go over. It just has different means to how the ghost or how the, the, mm. the spirit comes to you when you try oh, to summon okay. it. Um, so it all starts with the annual Thanksgiving Day football game between the Lamberville Eagles, mm-hmm. which is Lamberville High and also still the, yeah. the Eagles for my, my current, my old high school, yeah. and the New Hope Buckeyes. Okay. So there's this tradition where it's, you know, you're right across the river, it's walking distance from each town. There's this, like, inherent rival between New Hope and mm-hmm. Lambertville because, come on, you're right across the river from yes. one another, like, it's gonna fucking happen. Oh, yeah. Um, well, like, every school has that. Like, I remember, like, we had a rival school, and, like, there was literally no reason, because we all basically are in the same fucking ex- area. We were all friends with each other. Like, I remember, yes. like, I had friends on the football team who were friends with people on the New Hope football team. Yeah. And they would be like, oh, we're gonna kick, kick your fucking your ass. ass. Fuck you, New Hope, and we're not friends for this week. And it's like, okay. Okay, but then next week you're going to be going and getting fucked up with them. Like, sure, bud. Okay, sure, Jan. Stupid. Like, whatever. Um, so it was an annual tradition, and whoever won, you know, got bragging rights for the end of the year. Of course. And if you're from a small town, <laughs> huge fucking deal. Bragging rights, yeah. Huge fucking deal. So it was in the third quarter of the game when New Hope had the ball, and the wide receiver was tackled by a bunch of players. When the players got up, though, the boy didn't move. So coaches and sideline players rushed to his side to try to help him, but they found him dead with his head completely twisted around and his neck snapped. So, um, that's ah. kind of, that's how he, that's, oh yeah, trigger warning. Ah. <laughs> Snap neck. <laughs> Bent neck <lady. laughs> No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, um, sometime later, this, that's kind of, like I said, that's kind of how, that's the origin story, that all stories, mm-hmm. all how you summon it, that's how it all starts. Okay. So sometime later, when the school was abandoned, some kid decided to go up to the building and drink, as mm-hmm. in your small town, you had nothing better to do, you go to an abandoned building and you drink. Exactly. Drugs and drinking. Exactly. They were being assholes, as teenagers do, around the old buildings, and tried to challenge Buckeye to a race. Now, while the Buckeyes were the New Hope team, this was the nickname given to the spirit by locals. It was always the spirit of Buckeye, or Buckeye's gonna come get you, like Mm -hmm. one of those. Um, So the teens went to the football field, like I said, where it started, and shouted, I challenge Buckeye to a race across the football field. They were all laughing, all like, oh, fucking Buckeye, whatever, until an ice-cold wind blew through, and they saw a pair of bright red eyes across the football field in the mist. A voice then whispered through the wind, run across the football field from end to end or else you die. So one team was like, oh, fuck this. And they were like, just hanging out. Like, I don't know where they were in the field, but it wasn't the end of the football field. The one team was like, I don't fuck with this. Did what I would have done and started fucking bolting. Yeah. Um, But then he fell down, turned cold and blue and he died. (gasps) He was just dead. So then the rest of the teams were like, oh, fuck. Okay, I guess we got to okay, do this shit. Run and <laughs> so they, they ran to yeah. the end of the end of the uh, football field and started running. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they reached the end, they were like looking back. Like, all right, is everyone here? One of the teams was missing. Another one was missing. Oh, no. So they all just went home, like, you know, frightened and mm-hmm. didn't really speak of it. Because they were like, um, we don't know if we're fucking drunk and shit just went yeah. weird. Maybe they had a fucking aneurysm, like whatever. Yeah. So eventually, obviously, the two other boys were reported missing, and when the police went looking for them, they um, were they went to the football field where they were last seen. Um, they were found lying on the field with their necks broken and their heads turned completely around. So the same exact manner that that oh, this football player had died. Yeah. Murder ghost. Yes. 
Um, so then after that, a chain link fence was put up on the property not soon after, as well as like no trespassing signs. Mm-hmm. Obviously, from a small town, that's not that going to do jack shit. That does it. It goes, I don't want to go. You're telling me not to go there? I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. How dare you? Exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of the first version of the story. Um, so another version of the story talks about a person named Billy. Okay. Now, Billy and Buckeye are the same person, entity, figure in the dark, if okay, you will. So they're the is, same thing. Yes. They're, exactly. So before people stopped giving him his real name, his name was Billy. Yes. Billy or Buckeye. Um, mm-hmm. I always knew it by Buckeye, but I have heard people say Billy before. Okay. Um, this story says if you go into the building and you stand in front of the stairs leading up to the second floor and say, I challenge Billy to a game of football. A football will be thrown from the stairs at you, breaking your neck like his was broken all those years ago. So why would you play that game? People are, because they're drunk <laughs> and stupid, like... I love that for them. Right? Um, and another way to summon Billy is to go to the football field and say the same thing, and then a strange mist will appear and, and try to take you away. And there was a, a townie who I actually knew the name of, he said he went there and tried that at one point in time, and he there a mist did, like, come yeah. and, like, was, like fucking with him and shit like that so um you know so those are the stories and you know i always say i know they're not all true and now that i'm an adult but even now like yes. talking about them it gave me goosebumps talking yeah. about it because especially the one where it's like you challenge buckeye or billy to a game of football yeah that one specifically was told so many times but it was like mm-hmm. oh you i always was always told you go to the football field and you say i challenge buckeye to a game of football mm-hmm. and then out of the mist a football would come thrown at you and break your neck that's what i was Jeez. always told um, and mm-hmm. so it was just like, you know, it's, it was very, very creepy. That's kind of my hometown legend. I love these kinds of things mm-hmm. though. Cause like, although like there are a lot of really bad cheesy horror movies based on shit like that, mm-hmm. I kind of love that just cause I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know any other way to like, well, especially if, it, especially if you're like, from a small town. Yes. Cause like, like urban legends are so much fun. Like the movie, the, the horror movie, urban legends. I mm-hmm. loved it. Or like the one that was like super spooky to me. I have not seen this movie in years. I cannot find it on any platform. I want to watch it so badly to see if it's as scary as I thought it was. Mm-hmm. It was called, um, darkness falls. Mm-hmm. And it was about basically like an evil tooth fairy lady. Oh, Jesus. That was their urban legend. Was mm-hmm. that basically that like this woman who like died horrifically or whatever like could you could summon her in some way and she would come and try to like steal your fucking teeth and like kill you and your entire family hell yeah brother. so of course like this movie was so fucking spooky to me i remember me and my older sister watching it all the time i was probably only like six or seven i'm not shocked i was gonna say maybe three <laughs> yeah i was like six or seven and i was like obsessed with this movie mm. and i'm like i love that it's evil yeah so it's yeah so i love stuff Mm -hmm. like that i love every town's urban legend Mm -hmm. i want to hear all of them like Mm -hmm. and i'm surprised that there isn't more because i remember like a past partner had taken me for my birthday Mm -hmm. on a walking tour of new hope for Mm -hmm. my birthday and they had so many like cool ghost stories Mm -hmm. of new hope and like new hope apparently is a very like haunted area yeah new hope and Liberville are both very haunted as if they're very old towns like in not even probably 10 minutes from where my parents house is Mm -hmm. up the road is called goat hill overlook um it overlooks when you're coming across the bridge from Mm -hmm. new hope and Liberville. if you look in the if you look to the right there's like an opening that's where george washington stood to look over the delaware Oh, wow. Like, it's when I yeah. say, like, very historic, very old town, yes, like, it's, it's a very, very old yeah. town. And so oh, it's wow. been there for fucking ever. So, you know, I'm not shocked that there weren't... Yeah. I'm kind of shocked there weren't more, but those yes. that's the main one that I always heard. That, and there was a hill behind my old elementary school, and they would always say there was a old man up there who would eat children if you went up to his house. Me. Which, Which I feel like... 
I feel like every small town, yes, every farm town has, has something like that where oh, it's like, yeah. oh, don't go to old man Jenkins porch. He's going to eat you if you go there. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, or oh, yeah. like there's this episode of Criminal Minds where there's that old house mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, don't go there. You're going to get you. Like, and then a kid disappears. Yes. Like it's, it's that they always have that type of thing. And I love that with like town urban legends mm-hmm. and like local lore and things like that. But also I joke all the time and would joke all the time with my parents that I want to be my town's Boo Radley. I oh my want, God, of course you do. I want to be that person that they're like, oh, don't go over to that house. She's a witch. She's going to mm-hmm. eat you and put you in a stew pot. And they're like, but yeah, don't I bring the stupid fucking kids over here. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like talking to someone last night, literally sitting there saying, I was like, yeah, I'm going to have to do crazy shit, you know, like vacuum the driveway, something fucking ridiculous oh to make God. nobody talk to me. Well, considering every time we clean, and this is really fucking gross, every time we clean our cat's litter pans, we end up putting the shit on the front porch and it stays there for like two or three days. So I'm sure our neighbors hate us. I hate us, but also, I mean, yeah. like... We're the weird neighbors in our yes. building. We're the oh, weird yeah. ones, like... But we got a lot going on, though, so, like... Yeah, you know what? It's, it is... We have a fucking idiot cat. We have yes. two idiot cats. Well, one who's one a fucking idiot terrorist. Cat who literally cannot pee in the box after someone goes in it one time. <sighs> literally. Like, I love powder to death. Like I said, I'm doing an experiment. I told, yes. was telling Tay this last night, where... I'm I'm scooping the litter pan. Like obviously we clean yes. it, but you know sometimes a couple days fall through. And we're like oh fuck yeah. whatever. I'm trying to scoop it every two days and see if she actually pisses outside the litter box, or if she just yeah. is not like or if it's if it's the poop or the pee that bothers her. Yes. So far it's the fucking poop, and you know whose fault that is? Hers. Hers, because she doesn't she fucking doesn't flush. flush. She doesn't, she doesn't like because we call flushing when they sco- yeah. they yes. they put the litter they on top of the it. poop. She doesn't fucking flush. She no. scrapes at the wall and then says I'm done. That's like me. That's literally like me taking a shit in the bathroom, turning <laughs> on this, out. turning on the sink, being like, "I flush," and walking out. Yep. And no. Just leaving it there. And leaving it there. Yeah. Like, and then you having to come up like Pigeon does. Yes. And flush for me. Yes, Pigeon literally flushes for her because it's... he can't stand it, and mm-hmm. he's like, "What are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. figure it out." Yeah. I thought like maybe eventually he would teach her. She does. She is not no. capable of learning. No. So now the house just constantly smells like cat shit sometimes because it's she's. Fucking she gross. only does it like right before you wake up. Too. I know it's fucking horrible, it's but the worst. But we digress. Those are my <laughs> local urban legends. Um, you know, I we still want to do Thank some. You. Of course, we still want to do some more haunting stuff. I think yeah. what I might do is I might do some research on New Hope because mm-hmm. that's. It's across from my hometown. Um, I know we want to do some haunted places of Bucks County, haunted places of whatever. I'm Um, still trying to get myself to finish doing my research case, which is going to be both paranormal and mm -hmm. true crime, but I'm... Dragon. Mm-hmm. That's okay. It all, it all happens, right you know. Where we want to maybe get some inspiration from weird New Jersey or weird Pennsylvania, like oh, that yes. book. Like we want to have, you know, all that stuff. Maybe one day I'll talk about the Jersey Devil. I think that'd be kind of maybe I'll maybe I'll do that for one of my cases in, in October because I'm really it's excited to hear officially about that. October. Yes. It is officially spooky season. Like yeah. now, it is socially acceptable to be wearing yes. all spooky things and have a spooky house, yes. even though our house is perpetually spooky. Oh yeah. But um, it's now it's socially acceptable to mm-hmm. go out and mass buy everything pumpkin yes. spice apple cider mm-hmm. i made uh, des made um apple cider caramel cookies for me the other day it was like i think last week they were really good i remade them again this week they're fucking banging like they're it's awesome. just they're so fucking yeah. good okay. um so it's you know it's, it's officially spooky season i think mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken our plan is to ma- try to do mainly paranormal stuff during yes. during october mm-hmm. um you know and then we can we'll kind of resume normal spooky stuff and uh, normal yeah. true crime and stuff in uh, in november yes, which of course we're still gonna intersplice and do spooky things whenever we feel mm-hmm. like because one we can and mm-hmm. two it's who we are as people mm-hmm. like i I absolutely am obsessed and am very like curious about the paranormal mm-hmm. so we'll still be throwing those out whenever we feel like we're gonna eventually do another conspiracy theory mm-hmm. episode and like do some silly stuff mm-hmm. like we're 
we're just rocking it, you know? We're yeah. just having a good time. Yeah. Like, this and is, like, the time of the year. Yeah, and we got a very nice request from our old previous manager. Yes. Um, who we're not going to say her name because I'm not sure if she wants us to say it. However, <laughs> she is a listener. She loves it. She listens all the time. Um, so we are going to eventually do the case of Ashley Reeves, um, which yes. she highly recommended. I will be mm -hmm. doing that case. Um, so, you know, that's a work in progress. You know, um, I'm assuming we'll probably end up hearing... I feel like I'm on a, I'm on a streak right now where I'm doing good on yes. researching, so we'll probably hear a lot more cases put forth from me, yes. um, which is good. Um, I know my episodes tend to be a little bit shorter, but I kind of like short episodes sometimes. Mm -hmm. And honestly, yeah. sometimes you don't have all the all the spoons to do all the effort into yes. researching. So, Which um, I'm going to try to do be a little bit better about because like, sometimes that's what makes it so I can't get mm -hmm. things done is that I want to know everything or want yep. to say everything all the time. Yep, like exactly. I, and that's chill. Yeah, exactly. So... You know, it's part of the reason why our episodes have my episodes are a little bit shorter because I'm and trying, mine to, are really, really trying to give myself some grace when it comes to you know mm -hmm. researching. So, you know, we appreciate you guys being here. We appreciate you, you know, just sticking along with us. Um, mm -hmm. We appreciate, um, you know, our um, mutual therapist who listens. Yes. Um, she literally <laughs> sent us a video this morning or a screenshot this morning of her listening. We really oh, appreciate you. Such a big support. Yes. Um, you know. And everyone who listens, like, we really appreciate it. You know, yeah. it means the world to us that we have almost, oh, I think we have over 150 followers on Instagram. Yes. It means the world to us. Like, it really does mean, really, really it means a lot it. to us. This is something that, you know, we talked about for a while, and then out of the blue, Tay was like, you want to start a podcast? I was like, fuck yeah, I'll start a yeah. podcast. And we just did it. And, and like, we just did it, and it's just, it's a nice little time for us to relax, to tell spooky yeah. stuff to each other, you know, it gives us something to listen to, because I do listen to mm -hmm. our podcast, you know, because it's it's fun to listen to, yeah. like, especially when it's a case that I tell. I mm -hmm. like to re-listen to it, because mm -hmm. I'm like what was I saying? Yes. I don't remember what I said five yeah. minutes ago. No. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's always, it's always fun to, it's a fun thing that we do. So we appreciate everybody. Um, yes. Yeah. So but thank you guys for listening. And, you know, you know, if you want to follow us on Instagram, you mm -hmm. can follow us at figures in the dark. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us at figures in the dark, but dark spelled DRK. You can like us on Facebook, subscribe to our page at figures in the dark you can send us an email let us know case suggestions any constructive criticism anything that you want us to hear us do talk about all that fun type of stuff at figures in the dark podcast at gmail.com and with that uh we thank you for listening and as always beware of the figures in the dark and don't play football football with buckeye that's fucking scary okay <laughs> bye <laughs>